Sasha. While the sights and sounds of Presidian are impressive in both their workmanship and magnitude, I have missed the quiet and natural splendor of the wild. Though, in that quiet, I am reminded of my travels before we met. While I continue on this journey, my mind continues to drift back to memories of the times that we have shared together. From the rhythmic pattern of Tim's hoofbeats to the creaks and groans of the wooden wheels beneath the cart and to the good conversations in the company of friends. I hope that my journey is not prolonged and that I may return in time to witness your triumph in the trials. No matter the outcome, I am certain that you will make all of us, including your father, proud. Krom, your story begins with a chase. Bandits have been trailing you for a while. You notice them off in the distance. They start gaining on you. You can't outrun them. They start circling around you. Dust is kicking up in the air. I need a dexterity save. It's going to be a nine. You feel this piercing pain. In the back of your right shoulder, you take... Six piercing damage, as an arrow has been placed deeply within your shoulder. You feel your body boiling with rage and anger, and your vision starts to go blurry as you lose sight of where you are. The next thing you see, you are in a desert wasteland of the Westlands. You are surrounded by guards as they are poking you with pikes. You are in the Coliseum. I need initiative. I'll get the map. So yeah, can you guys move the figures for me? Yes. I mean, it's kind of far away. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so um, what was your initiative again? 23. 23. Okay, so Krom, you are actually first. Uh, you are surrounded by three <clears throat> guards, and they are just um, bullying you, poking with their pikes, beating you down. Um, you are not prone yet. I, I think I'm going to go ahead and try to use my horns then to attack. Okay. Uh, it's going to be an 11. 11 uh, does not beat its AC. Um, which one are you attacking? The one to your left or right? Or the one behind you? Are you turning around? I would say probably the one to my right, the one in red. Okay, so as you... Um, get downward and start rearing towards him and you swing your your body heavily to the right uh he dodges backwards which you start to spin out of control your body is just exhausted you can feel like they are wearing you down up next is my yellow or my red guard they're color coordinated for you ricky and ashley thank you I don't remember which one of these. Oh, I'm sorry. You're moving the red one? Yes. Okay, where? Um, nowhere, because he's right there. But I'm just, he's oh. attacking if okay. need be. Okay. Um, actually, move the yellow one five feet back. This way? Yep. Okay. 
I don't remember which of these Ashley touched, so I'm just going <laughs> to... Crum, your AC is still going to be the same. I'm not going to okay. change too much of your stats because that's insanity. Right. Are um, you? Are, so are you keeping track of my new health pool then? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yes. So, um, Can you does, just let me know if I should be aware of something with that health pool? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I have a 17. Yeah, that obviously hits. Okay. That's seven points piercing damage. As they are just trying to prone you down, you can feel them. They're not so much trying to kill you. Um, you just get the sense just from your soldier background history. They're they're trying to Subdue wear you me. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is the end of his turn. And then the other guard, which is my yellow guard, he misses as you are pushing against the other one that just piked you in the left arm. And you can feel the stabbing motion behind your legs as it he stabbed into the sand of the Coliseum. Same with the other one. The other one's staggering back because he's out of breath just by dodging your attack and um, is just a little winded. So he misses as well. Okay. So top of the order, back to Crumb. Uh, that'll be a 12 this time. A 12 does hit. Uh, the same one? Yes, that'll work. So that'll be so that'll be 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Okay. Okay. So you're using horns again? Yes. Okay. So as you go for another attack, uh, you fake towards the right like you're going to hit the other guard and charge after him, but you turn and without notice, the red guard opens his body upward and you take a direct hit to his chest and he knocks down prone. Um, you actually punctured and you can see... Uh, a, a crimson red blood start to leak out of his armor. So you did some heavy damage there. I need a strength save from you. Oh. I should have taken advantage on that deck save before. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh well. Um, that is going to be a 14. 14? Yes. Um, so you feel this binding sensation to your back legs they have slingshot a rope with two weights on each end and they're wrapped around your legs they have not completely tied and made you prone um but you're gonna have to spend an action to get rid of that because of your strength you've got enough motion to move maybe five feet with it but you're gonna have a disadvantage at movement okay so that's the end of that card's turn the one that you uh, stabbed in the chest is gonna stand, er, no, yes, he's gonna stand up and miss really bad. Uh, he goes over to uh, take a swift action and you see him just hunch over and drop back prone and he drops his weapon. He is, you just knock the wind out of his lungs. So Crump, you are back up. I guess I, so do I have to spend, yeah, I have to spend my action. To get rid of the rope. Yeah, or you have disadvantage on movement. Well, I don't. I Your don't speed need, is halved. I don't need movement right now because correct. everybody's surrounded. Correct, but if you're doing like a charge action, you're gonna have to disadvantage on attack. Right, right. Um, but m movement is halved. All right, then I'm just I'm just gonna attack the one yellow then. Okay. Is that cool? Sure. Yeah. Um, go ahead, and move them up five feet, Ashley. All right. So that will be a. 24. 24 does hit. 
Unnatural, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be nine points of damage. Uh, you hear the guards calling out actions. They're trying to herd you in a certain way. Um, the one that's yelling in action, you before he even gets a, um, to call out, like, circle him. You just lunge at him and knock him down to the ground. So yellow one is prone. I need a dexterity save from you. And it's at disadvantage because of the rope. Am I considered incapacitated? Because I I, I have advantage against effects that I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Yeah, so it would just negate the advantage and you just have a normal roll. So then I would just get a straight roll. Okay. Um, That is going to be a 21. 21. An arrow whizzes right past your left ear. And you look up and there is a gentleman completely different uh, dressed. It's hard to tell from the distance, but uh, he is taking sight with a bow at you. At this point, the crowd is roaring with cheer. And you look around and realize that you are surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands of people. And there's other battles going around as well. You see three guards laying down surrounding a bowl. And this bull is starting to look around. It, it looks confused because nobody's attacking him anymore. And you can see it starting to charge towards your area. It is now your turn. Uh, I guess I will turn and face the last guard and try to attack him now. Okay. Do I just slightly? That is going to be an eight. That misses. Um... This guard, actually, as you start charging, and are you using your fists or are you using your horns again? Continuing to use the horns. Okay, so as you lunge, he's starting to learn your um, attack, and he actually holds his falchion up and blocks your two horns against the steel and uh, disengages. Now it is uh, Red's turn, so he's going to stand back up and hopefully not roll a one again. It's not a one, but it's it's a miss. So as you're lunging forward, he can't get his bearings. There's dust kicking up everywhere, and he just recklessly swings his pike downward, and you hit it. He actually, like, nicks the back of your legs, but it does no damage. Uh, now it is Yellow's Yellow. turn. Stands back up. Yep. You feel the swift and painful blow to the back of your neck, and your vision goes black. And you can feel your body go real limp and you drop. And that's the end of this battle for the moment. Your vision is hazy. It comes back and forth. You're being dragged underneath the Colosseum. The one thing you hear is guards are trying to figure out which way to put you. And you hear one, put them with the cattle. The next thing you feel is you being dropped into some kind of pen. Uh, with straw and you can see the bull that was fighting near you is in the pen with you the next thing you feel is your head being lifted up your vision starting to come too and you see this man he's got long dark black hair he dresses completely different from the guards he's very wealthy looking he has a almost burnt dark rusted red skin and his ears are pointed but they droop backwards 
He wears black silk cloth. He's very ornated in gold bangles and necklaces. You can hear the crisp metal clasp from the rings with each movement from him. He gets really close to your face and it says, You are now my property. You will address me as master. You will fight when I say fight. You will eat when I say eat. And you will die when I allow it. Is that clear, beast? Then your vision comes back to the present. You are surrounded by four bandits scattered in a bloodbath, all laying before your feet, torn apart, beaten by your maul. You feel exhausted, but you press on and you continue north. Days go by, you eat rations after rations. Some time has gone by. It's hard to tell because hours feel like days, days feel like months. Your journey is weary, but you feel the desire, or rather the calling, of what must be done. But you know, don't know what that really means. You sit down for the night. Your owl compatriot stays with you. He's looking over you. Is there something you would like to do? Um, I think I'd like to cast Speak with Animals again. Okay. It's been a few days. It hasn't been like that night, so. Right. Yeah. All your spells and HP is back to normal, so. Okay, thank you. How much further to our destination? He like looks at you confused. The path is only given to those who seek it. Am I not seeking? It's hard to tell. Once you find your way, your destination will be easy to find. Why must you speak in riddles? Uh, he's like paying attention to you. You start a campfire, I, s- I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, you are probably eating another ration. Mm-hmm. It's just stale bread and some cured meat. Um, and you have water. Meanwhile, you see the owl that's been with you fly off. And some time comes by and he comes back and he has a full trout laid before him looks at you and then starts eating the trout Mm -hmm. okay is there anything else you want to do tonight I don't think so another week goes by of traveling the owl is leading you you can tell like there is a destination but you're sometimes following a path and sometimes not you're just trailing through uncharted woods as night falls you start to feel the the days start to wear on you your journey is becoming very weary 
you start to feel the hunger within your stomach for real food or at least some company. And that's when you see off in the distance a campfire. Would you like to approach it? How far off is this campfire? Um, probably a few hundred yards. And this was post me lighting my own? No, this is a, a week past. Okay, so we I haven't lit any. Okay. Um, I think I'd like to move closer, but not close enough to just, you know, invade the camp, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to get it close enough that I could potentially do a perception. Sure. Yep. Um, are you trying to be stealthy about this, or you just... I don't think Minotaur is too stealth. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would just mildly walk up. I mean, not necessarily being stealthy, but maybe not you know, charging in. Yeah, cautious. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and give me a perception then. Uh, that's going to be a 21. Um, you see there's just one person there. A um, older very gray-haired dwarven man. He's sitting on a log and uh, you hear him kind of like having a conversation with himself and he's just laughing. Um, he seems content and he has this roast on a spit and that smell starts to billow up in your nose and you, your stomach is being very guilty right now and is you feel like if you don't calm it down you're gonna be caught i don't see any sort of weapons or anything like that about uh yeah you do see that he has a um full array of like a campsite that he brings with him um to his side that he has a very large stout um axe it's like a hatchet but it's very thick it's weighted and he has you know traveling rations but no he doesn't have a horse or anything like that um, he has a wagon a walking like a person would carry i think i'm gonna go ahead and call out and just be like hello in the camp uh he immediately draws his axe and starts to like tense up i mean you no harm i only wish to enter your campsite very well, then. The company would do us both good. So I would, I guess my maul is somehow strapped to my back, and I think I'd walk in, maybe hands at my side open, so that he sees that I'm not armed. Yeah. He, he has not put his axe down. Yeah. He's following you. It doesn't scare me. Yeah. Uh, so you sit down, then? Yes. Okay. As long as, I, I think he would kind of like, Roman kind of like motion, like, to sit maybe and i'm guessing he would probably nod it and be okay with it yeah he's more or less just staying on his guard to see what you do but once you drop your like essentially guard like it would be hard for you to attack him sitting yeah um he drops his um his tension and swings his axe into the ground and it sinks deeply mm. well i suppose you smelled my delicious meats and ales are you here to rob me? I have no intentions of robbing you. However, I did catch the fragrance of your meal on the fire, 
and thought perhaps you might share some. It has been many days since I've had a proper meal. Meals must be shared amongst men. And uh, he's like cutting pieces off. And so tell me, Minotaur, why do you travel alone deep within this forest? I am on a journey. I'm not quite sure where I'm being led, but I feel directed upon this path. He looks puzzled and looks at you. I am also on a journey. A dead man's trail, you could call it. I fought many battles over the years, and I've been a victor of most. I have come to peace to die amongst nature. Hopefully Morden will bless me with a battle worthy of the afterlife. And he sits down, handing you the meal. Mm. You get a better look at him. He's, I mean, he's old. Like, he's got um, distorted skin. You can see that he's got many scars. His veins are protruding through his hands. He's not joking about end of life kind of situation. But he's very spry for being such an old man. So, are you at peace with death as well? Death is just another journey that we all must take. Hear, hear. Well, we might as well wash this meal down. And uh, he goes over and rolls this barrel out. My old bones can't pick this up. If you could... It's, it's a cask. It's it's smaller. Yeah. You could pick it up with uh, ease. Yeah, I'll assist him. Uh, so you pop the cork, and you're looking for um, tankards, and he's just standing there with his mouth open. I would go ahead and kind of pour some into his mouth, I guess. <laughs> so you keep going, and he just keeps like waving it on. You don't know where it's all going, and it, it's also like splashing all throughout. He's like bathing in this ale at this point. Yeah, he doesn't even care. Um, after you finish off his drink, he offers it to you as well. I do not partake of alcohol. I politely refuse. To each their own. And then he tosses you a water skin. Um, you get a better look at his campsite. He's got like. An array of odd assortments. A lot of it is just luxury food. Um, it's a bucket list, is what what this is. Is like you know he's not watching at all. Like what he's eating, he's eating whatever he wants. Um, he's got cheese. He's got like a lot of fruit. Some of it's past its time. Um, he's got trout that he's caught. Best get some sleep. I'll take the first watch. All right. Unless you want to keep talking to him. No, it sounds like he's going to stay up all night. That's fine. That's, yeah. As you go to sleep, you feel your body finally relax. What do you dream about? I think I would... Uh, I would think about Sasha and Diane. And that, you know, being away for a while is kind of made me miss um, traveling with them. Just simply, you know, driving the cart and doing travels. Well, this pleasant dream 
comes to a very abrupt stop as you can hear snapping of twigs within the trees. As you wake up, you already see uh, the dwarf is standing there, fully ready for battle, and he's looking every which way. Go ahead and give me a perception. 16. You could see these dull yellow eyes floating within the trees. They are moving almost like they're hunting in a pack. Are they just in a single direction or they you start to spin around and they are, you know, in a way moving around you. Go ahead and give me a survival. Go ahead and give me I'm going to say survival check on this. That's going to be a 13. You realize that there are two of them. And you can hear the snarling nature of wolves. In the trees? Not literally a canopy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't know if that was just a me thing, but that's what I got out of it. I mean wolves. We can make this cool. Uh, that's a dangerous I mean, wolf. I, when you said in the trees, I was thinking. Like, I, yeah. I'm an idiot then. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, if you want them to be like Spider-Man wolves, oh, we can make this happen. Wolves, wolves, <laughs> well, like there was a lot of like it, like two pairs of eyes and I'm like, no, I, I was thinking more. We were getting surrounded and I didn't know what it was. So, okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, I'll be good. more descriptive. Because <laughs> I heard branches and I'm like, from the trees. <laughs> On the ground. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know what? Okay. Come I'm on. just. I'm an idiot. Context clues, man. Fair. It's okay, man. Battle's rough. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't think. Nope. Um, as you start to get up, do you take your weapon? Yes. Okay. So as you're taking your weapon, uh, the dwarf is just like, "Get out of here, Minotaur. This is my battle. Go." I think I would shoot him a glance. Uh. And then maybe glance back for wherever the owl is. The owl is up in the tree canopy. Liter- not the wolves, but the actual owl. <laughs> Thanks. Context clues. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd probably try to make eye contact and maybe try to understand, is this is this part of my journey or is this not? Oh, okay. Um... In the owl's fashion, nothing. You can get this riddly look. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Okay, I think I'm gonna just slowly make my way off to the side. I'm not putting away my maul, but I'm not standing in between him and the wolves. Okay. Because you're not gonna engage. Not immediately, at least. Okay. So as you disengage a bit you see two large dire wolves come out of the trees and then you keep backing up thicker and thicker into the trees and you feel this breath on the back of your neck i need a dexterity save uh that's gonna be an 18 18 a third dire wolf lunges right towards your back You instinctively look in the peripheral vision of your eye and see it coming, and you duck as it tumbles over you. 
and it gets back on its feet and starts prowling, walking towards you closer. Before your eyes, the trees start to erode away into dust. You're back in the Coliseum. Any initiative? As your vision comes back to the Coliseum, you are surrounded once again by hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Also surrounding you is three guards that are holding their pikes and shields ready, and they're corralling two wolves towards you. One's in front and one's in the back. What did you get for initiative? Twelve. Okay. Uh, Green Wolf will be first. Okay. So, he is going to run up to the back and is flanking you. Just a quick question. Yep. Does flanking... I thought it was that they had to be... Right next to you. Right next to you on either side of you. Does that make sense? I thought it was if you're... Well, let me look that up. Let Let me make sure... Here, do you want the player's guidance? Because I guess I was thinking that, I mean, it's not like I'm focused on one or the other. Cause flanking is kind of a weird thing. but So, the flanking rule state flanking on squares. When a creature is at least one of its allies are adjacent to the enemy and the opponent's sides or corners of the enemy's space, they are flanking the enemy to each of them and has advantage or melee attack rolls against the enemy. So I guess it would not be in this case. So, okay. it's just going to be a normal attack. Okay. Which no, I, I, I wasn't trying to contradict. I was no, just curious. I, it's a weird situation. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually missed on that. Um, so the wolf starts to climb on the back of you and is biting towards you, but it's just chewing on your horns and you're trying to flail off um, in the distance. Uh, The one guard to your uh, left breaks open a crate and spills out all these weapons. Short swords, daggers, chains. Go ahead and let me know which one catches your fancy. Perception or nope. So what all was what all was listed there? You tell me what you find in that crate. That is your weapon of choice. I think I see uh, an oversized hammer that almost looks like a mole. Okay, so like a carpenter's like a stone working hammer. Yeah, like what they would use to uh, break apart large pieces of stone for uh, building purposes. Okay. All right, so on your turn, you should go take that. Okay. Otherwise, you're unarmed. Right. Okay, you're next, actually. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna turn to face the one that just tried to attack me, and I'm gonna try to hit him with my horns. Okay. That is going to be a twenty-four. Does hit. going to be nine points of damage okay as a bonus action um i would like to try to attempt to shove that target away with my horns it's called hammering horns um it needs to succeed on a strength saving dc is 14 okay that's pretty cool that's new it's been there since the beginning 
<laughs> uh, I got a 10. Okay. So he gets pushed 10 feet away. Okay. So you're not inflicting damage per se. You're not just... with that bonus action. Yeah. No. This is just kind of a shove. Okay. So as you rear down, use the the flat end of your the top of your skull and you push it back so hard that you can hear its nails gripping into the ground and it's uh, breaking some nails off and you you hear it rear back in anger. So now that I've taken my attack action and bonus action, I think I would like to move in the direction of where the weapons were, okay. which is here, yes? It's right next to the yellow guard. Okay. So as you start to make a mad dash, the other guard that broke it open starts to move out of, out of your way. He's got this like evil smirk this whole time. Like he's they're almost in charge of the show. They they don't care about the wolves or you. They just want to see a bloodbath. So you start running towards the hammer. Okay. It's the other wolf's turn. Okay. Orange wolf. So yeah, the guard runs back as the other wolf is charging towards you. And he's going for a bite attack. That is a 16. Yes, that hits. Okay. So, you take 13 points of piercing damage, and I need a strength saving throw from you. It's going to be a 25. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, So, as he lunges towards you, and he bikes on the back of your leg... And he's pulling it back, and you almost lose your your momentum, and you feel like you're gonna fall prone, but you catch yourself, and you're gripping into that crate, scrounging, trying to grab that hammer. Um, you are technically grappled at this moment, okay. um, but you could break it with ease. You're more more focused on this hammer right now. Yep. Okay. So top of the order will be Green Wolf. So he's gonna go straight ahead. And as you are, you're, you're on your knees and pulling away. You see the other wolf coming up, charging towards you. And uh, as you go and you actually grip onto the hammer, you hold it up just in time, and it t- its fangs lock over top of the hammer and is just biting ravishly against the hammer. And you are using it more as a shield right now. So now it is your turn. So grappled slash on my knees yes but they're they're wolves you could probably break it off um, if you might give me a strength I will let you break free of the wolf on your leg is that a strength saving throw um no just a straight up strength check actually it's gonna be a saving throw yeah because it's in this situation it would be uh 19 yeah you break off and i'm actually going to give you um an unarmed attack against the creature as you're gonna like hoof him into the face okay uh that's gonna be a 23 23 that does hit that's five damage five damage that's horrible uh you actually can hear the shattering of its jaw dislocating and it's moving back and rubbing its paw against its mouth trying to fix its mouth uh, situation uh, and it starts snarling and blood starts pouring out. You actually broke one of its fangs off. So 
in it moving back is it is it like actually moving away from me or just just it's dis- disengaging oh yeah. it is using a disengage action yeah. okay yep just five feet so nothing like yep. 20 foot action yep 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 okay so it's the end of his turn since he's disengaged um he's just gonna stand there orange wolf will get a 16 again okay to a bite attack Yep. That's why I'm only rolling one instead of two d6. And you are keeping track of my health pool. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, that is five points of piercing damage. At this point, you are starting to feel very winded, exhausted. You look over, and your compatriot bull that has been with you all this time is looking towards you. And seeing if you need assistance. That's 16 again. It's my lucky die. Thanks for not touching this one, Ashley. Which one is it? Nope. <laughs> not gonna tell you. I believe I've touched all of your die. Yeah, well. You just didn't touch that one enough, apparently. Oh. That Three. one you did touch. <laughs> Three points of piercing damage. 2d6. Think of the Aww. statistics on that. Uh, yeah, three points of piercing damage uh, as he is biting you um, on your arm. It just, he just gets like a, a scratch from its fangs. So now it is your turn. Okay, I think I turn and I'm going to try to hit him with this maul. Okay, go for it. Get some! Nine. <laughs> I didn't touch that one. <laughs> Like, I was doing great, and then it's like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, you swing at him, but because of you being, like, down almost on your knees and you're recklessly swinging, the wolf gets enough chance to deflect away. 16 again. Like, on the dot, man. Okay. Just hope I don't kill... Kill you guys off. I mean, you guys. One person. I know. <laughs> Your story's coming. <laughs> you still got a chance to die. You're gonna <laughs> die! <laughs> uh, five points of piercing damage. Okay. At this point, you are very exhausted. You're winded. Um, you feel like you're nearing death. So top of the order would be the green wolf. Miss four. So he, this wolf again, lunges after you, knocking you back prone onto your back, and you are using your hammer to keep off its biting. All right, now it is your turn. Uh, am I doing a strength saving throw to try to knock him back? You can. 16. Uh, that would succeed. So you knock the wolf to your left if you want to move him to the left side so yeah you you take your hammer and you actually like twist it within its mouth uh, corkscrewing the wolf off to your side okay uh i think i'll try to go ahead and maybe like roll backwards to to get back up on my feet okay that'll sacrifice your movement but you still have an attack okay so 
Dude, that's some parkour right there. <laughs> parkour. <laughs> <laughs> Minotaur um, parkour is dope. Dope. Uh, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and try to attack the green wolf again. Okay. Man, you have a grudge against that one. <laughs> uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three does it. Thirteen points of damage. How would you like to defeat your wolf? I think it'd just be an overhead smash and stone straight through the skull. Okay. So you obliterate this wolf and the crowd stops for a moment and then you hear this billowing, roaring sound of the crowd as they are cheering you on and you are covered in blood from this and probably brains and gross juices from this wolf. Um, Brain juice. Brain juice. You start to hear the growling of the wolf behind you and as you turn around to get ready for the next attack, your bullfriend comes up and impales this wolf on its side and dragging it down. And then you feel a swift, painful sensation to the back of your neck. And your vision goes black. Okay. You're being dragged back to the pens. Your master comes up and grabs you by the jawline and forces a healing potion down your throat. You will die when I allow it, and you will win when I demand it. And then he punches you in the face, and you drop down to the ground. That's kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna heal you, but I'm gonna punch you! <laughs> you lay there waffling, with the desire to even go on. But then you feel the brushing feeling of horns against your back. It is the bowl that has saved you countless times in the ring. He nudges you up to get to your feet. He wants something from you. What do you do? I mean, I guess I'd sit up at least. So as you sit up, he starts to scrape his hooves against the ground, and he's rearing downward, and then he rushes you. And he has strength safe. 24. So you catch his horns, and you're pushing back and forth, and you can feel that he's not giving it all his strength. And then he backs off, and he repeats again. And again. And again. You train on and on. You remember that you continued this for years and years. And got stronger and stronger. And became a gladiator. Your vision comes back. The wolves have left. One lays dead on top of the dwarf. As you see, his axe has been plunged deep within the wolf. But the dwarf doesn't get up. He nods at you and smiles as a small trickle of blood starts to roll down from his mouth. And he stretches out his hand to you. I think I'd, I'd kneel and take it. 
Trayman. My name is Trayman. Trayman steel fire. And this is where I die. And he takes his last breath. May the earth mutter hold you close as you return to her. You press on. You go deeper and deeper within the woods with your guide leading the way. Day and night passes. As you keep walking through the woods, you come across these two trees that have been arched in this wicked wicked pattern. And they have grown and bent over like a gate. As you walk through it, you close your eyes, and then you feel this burning feeling of the sun scorching your hair. You are back in the Colosseum. Standing there, wielding your weapon. A maul. Your master stands there. Next to the bull. Your companion. The crowd cheers on. As your master begins to speak. A fight to the death. Beast versus beast. And he backs up. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, does the old bull have a weapon? No. What's... Can I do uh, an insight check then, maybe? On your master? On the, the old bull. Sure, yeah. Let's see... Um, yeah, five. It just stands there. He's not... From living with him for so many years, you know that normally when he's ready to fight, he he stands ready and in a stance, but he's just standing there. Okay. He's not in a attack position, let's put it that way. He's not, like, injured or something, is he? I guess I get my maul in hand and kind of try to lock eyes with him, the the bull, and in an understanding that this is going to happen, I guess. Okay. Not yeah. that we want it to, but this is at least something, I guess. Right. Okay. He, the bull just stares at you. Um, are you going to go for an attack? I think I would. So I think I'd like lift my hammer, like I'm gonna go start charging at him, but instead I charge at that group. <laughs> nice. And okay. Do, and do a. Uh, so I use a dash action. So five, ten. I think you have just 15, reach it. Twenty. Twenty-five. So yeah, it's it's within there. So I'm running up there, and then as I'm gonna use Goring Rush. To make an attack with my horns. Okay. As a bonus action. Yeah. Okay. Did not expect this, but I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, it's not that great. Nine. No, it was cool. Okay. <laughs> hey, look cool. Look cool. <laughs> so as uh, as you start to 
fake your rush towards the bull. You see your master smiling, and then it goes to a frown of just pure disappointment. And right before you go to clash against him, you feel a shield being put right in front of you, and your horns stick into the shield, and you look over, and the guard to his left is holding his shield out. All right, now I need initiative. <laughs> Ashley, can you handle the bowl for me? Yeah. Okay, this is really weird, but Ashley, what yeah. did you get for the bowl initiative? Five. Okay. He's real slow. Crom, <laughs> what did you get? Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Crumb, you are up first. So anyway, I started swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a swipe at the guy with the shield with my ball. Okay. Nine. Nine. It does not hit. You hit I'll take him. the randomness, though. At least it's something, not just like straight poop all the time. <laughs> so... As you swing your maul over, um, you're in an awkward position with your horns still like protruding through the shield. And you actually hit him, but it's not your full strength. And it hits his chest plate, but it doesn't do anything. So, is that all you want to do? You still have your movement. Yeah. No. I'm good right where I'm at. Okay. All right. It's the guard with the shield. As you are standing there, locked in that shield still, he's pulling you towards, you lock eyes on the guard, and then you feel a piercing sensation and look down to your right hip, and he has plunged a short sword into you, and you take six points of piercing damage. Okay. Next up is your master, the man of the hour. Bum, 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 bum. Too sweet to be sour. <laughs> uh, he's going to disengage five feet. Actually, no. He's not involved with you anymore. So, so it's more turned like this, yes. Yep. He's yep. not involved with you anymore. So you see him in the corner of your eye. He takes the short sword from the other guard from his sheath and starts running towards the bull. So I got an unnatural 20. That'd be 18 points of uh, piercing yeah. damage. Yep. <laughs> it's dead. Okay, dead. so, Krom, as you see your master walk over, he looks fierce as you disobeyed him. As he's running over, he plunges the sword within the bull's neck, killing him. Your skin starts to begin to boil with this intense heat and pushes out this rushing rage of steam. And your anger starts to burst out. As you stare down your master, your vision comes back to the present. You are standing before the pillars from your vision. And ahead of you is the bear. A glowing dull red eye flashes 
and dripping black blood flows from its mouth. I need new initiative. Uh, everything is back to normal, your stats and everything. What is your initiative? Uh, 13? 13, yes. Big bad evil bear goes first. Don't die on me, Crumb. <laughs> I'll do my worst. <laughs> you want me to touch your dice? Be like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be eight. I'm going to move. He goes his full action 20 feet towards you, and he is going for an attack, and that is an 18 against your AC. That hits. Okay. He is going to do a multi attack. He's going to do his claws. That's seven slashing damage. And then he goes for a bite. And that is eight piercing damage. So he just, without hesitation, and takes you by surprise a little bit at the sheer size of this bear that towers over you by two feet of your height and swipes downward across your chest and then grapples you in, grapples you in and bites into your neck. It is your turn now. So I, I'm still standing, though. Yep. Yes. Okay. So I, I'm yeah, just... he disengaged after that attack, so he's okay. not like holding you. I'm gonna go ahead and try to hit him with my ball. Seriously? Uh, nine. Need a new die. I... I didn't touch that one. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna set. It was doing great there for the longest time, and then. All right. Nine does not hit. Okay. Um, you swing with complete rage uh, and with zero accuracy. Just flail your your ball back and forth, and the bear is just standing there, dodging it within inches. It's now the bear's turn. Yep. It is a three. <laughs> so that does not hit. No, it doesn't. So as he lunges towards you, you move out of the way, and he goes down on all fours instead of uh, standing upward. Mm -hmm. It's now your turn. I'm going to try to hit him with my maul. Okay, that was a lot better. Uh, let's do a 24. Yeah, that'll hit. So 17 points of damage. Nice. You hammer down onto one of its uh, front legs. And you can hear the cracking sound of bone, but it doesn't even flinch at the damage that you've done. So, it is a 14, which does not hit you. This bear is toying with you. Or am I toying with it? You don't know what that's for. Depends on which dice Ashley touched. Yes. Um, as he is locking eyes on you, you can see this black blood start pouring out and it's actually dripping on the grass and it's eroding and um, almost burning away the grass. It is destroying all life. I'm going to hit it again. Hit it again. Uh, that's another 24. That one didn't hit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> that one definitely I mean, hit. it's par for the course. So <laughs> that, okay. So 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. Okay. As you strike him down again, 
you can start to see that he also is gaining a lot of rage and looks like his muscles almost like bulge out like yours. That'll hit. That's a 19. Yep. Four damage of piercing. Okay. And 12 of slashing as his claws climb down on you. So that was I the end of his attack. Um, I think this is just going to be a war of attrition. We're just going to keep attacking each other over and over. Uh, that time, that is a 15. 15? Yes. Does hit. 17 points of damage. Nice. You're wearing him down. So this, it is his turn now. And that is a four total. So that misses your AC as he... Four! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as the bear gets closer, a golf ball hits him in the side of the face. <laughs> 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 Your Al just shrugs with like a club behind his back. Like. <laughs> no, this is serious, guys. <laughs> yeah, he, you dodge out of the way, and uh, he misses completely. All right, I'm gonna try to attack again. Uh, that's gonna be a 25. 25 does hit. 11 points of damage. as you feel every bit of your strength starting to billow up as this is a fight or flight mode this is your only chance to kill this bear you take your ball back and how would you like to defeat your enemy so i think that last round i sidestepped right so i'm kind of like this yep so i think first pummel would have been like maybe sweeping the legs Okay. So this one's going to be a crushing skull blow. Okay. As you land your blow, all sound goes silent. And you can feel this sense of relief over you. As the bear lays there, the ground starts to swallow it as you see these vines crawling over it. And at the same time, the tree canopy is open and sun starts to protrude through. The owl flies down and you start to see this bright white light emanate from the owl. And then you see standing there is this large owl bear wearing white like feathers and it a golden beak and it speaks to you balance has been restored remember totem warrior strength is like fire it is strong and can destroy your enemy but fire can consume itself you have been chosen to be the protector of this land keep the balance a watchful eye will be over you always let your spirit free crom totem warrior
little one. I worry sometimes that your constant smile obscures afflictions that you are not yet ready to share. I cannot begin to fully understand the fear and constant threat of violence that you endure. I do know that fear does not have to define nor confine you. You have friends at the ready to defend you whenever necessary. You are more than just the race you were born as. Your ability to perform allows you to reach people in ways that mere words cannot. To be able to provide opportunities for people to experience emotions that they may not have allowed themselves to feel on their own. The world is better for it. Your impending graduation is not the culmination of your journey. Merely certification of the greatness that you already possess. Why, hello there, Traveler. Jason here. I hope you enjoyed this very special episode. If you enjoyed that, this next episode coming up next Friday is all about Tabby and her schooling through the Bardic College. We love hearing from you, so the best way to reach out to us is through our Facebook page at Uncontrollably Fine or on our Twitter at UncontrollFine. Best way to support us right now is to share a podcast with your friends, family, or that weird neighbor just down the road. You never know. And remember, don't touch everyone else's dice. <laughs>